what are what's our uh, let's make jokes happen, guys? Okay. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. I bought a gun. Oh. I was afraid in my apartment, <laughs> so I went out to the store and bought a gun. Uh, we're excited to bring Driscoll, <laughs> the next app that will help you buy toilet paper. What Driscoll does is what nothing else before it could do. With our patented technology, we put the access to toilet paper in your fingertips. Do you like it soft, rough, double pleated, scented? Do you like your new or used? (laughs) Do you like it to get shipped in from Russia? Or do you prefer domestic? With our new spider web technology, we can make toilet paper in your hands quicker than ever before. It's bulletproof. (laughs) (laughs) With our new Kevlar Driscoll toilet paper, your poop doesn't stand a chance. Fuck your poop, Driscoll. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, on this podcast, I'm always honest, and we all are. We all just never haven't been. We're always standing in our truth. Yeah, we're always wet. It's very, very, very wet. My shoes are wet. Yeah. Um. Aliens. Are you serious Are right now? Yeah, You're talking about aliens? Yeah, we're doing some more <laughs> Oh my cause. god, dude. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. In the winter of 1967, a no-nonsense Missouri farmer had a run-in <laughs> with a horde of strange <laughs> scurrying entities same from story. outer space that one could only describe as resembling green space penguins. So oh there's a god. farmer? There's a farmer, and there's some space. space well, did he have a Dale? No, the thing is, can guys, you, guys, can he's you say if he had a Dale. Randy, can shut you please, up, Randy. Please, can you acknowledge if he did or did not have a Dale? You guys, he's a no-nonsense Missouri farmer. So and? he had a Dale. He had a no, Dale. he did not. He, he did not. Did there's not a what? Dale there. I don't. Can you tell me what a Dale is, and I'll tell you if this guy has one or not. I feel like that shit's pretty nonsense. I know the song, but I don't know what it is. No, no deal. Deal Deal or no deal? No deal. deal. On the bone chilling morning of February 14th, that's Valentine's Day. It is. 1967. What? You're right. Yeah, I am right. 1967, (laughs) a 64 year old (laughs) farmer by the name of Claude Edwards woke up to attend to his duties. Now, Claude's a no nonsense name. Yeah, that is. So is Edwards. His name, though. That's your your name. It's my middle name. That's your name. His name phonetically, though, Mm -hmm. is Claude Dead Words. 
Whoa. That's pretty non-nonsense, yeah, right? hey? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's fucking sick. It's like a Tim Burton character. Yeah. So he did duties on a remote parcel. Not pooped. But he did duties on a remote <laughs> parcel of land near Tuscumbia, Missouri. As the sun rose low on the horizon, Edwards bundled up to face the bitter day. Never Nasty ima- bitter day. But yeah, never imagining that he was about to have a face-to-face encounter with the unknown. Edward was a simple, hard-working, salt-of-the-earth Midwesterner who had, who had no time for any kind of foolishness regarding aliens. I prefer so my salt say that from the sea. It's very specific. What, Randy? I prefer my salt from the sea. Yeah, me too. Salt of the earth is kind of like what? Uh, I mean, you can get salt there and use it for things. You yeah. b- you pick it up and you put it on uh, your taco, and you're just like, this just kind of tastes like dirt. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. I'm just gonna say it again. This kind of tastes like sand. He had no time for any kind of foolishness regarding aliens. Did did he no. say that a lot? Apparently, he was known for it. He wrote it in his journal. Oh, also, okay, no nonsense for uh, regarding aliens or flying saucers or the like. Dear Diary. I am busy. I'm telling you guys <laughs> I, right now, this I just, episode... I guys, just had guys, my duties. Guys, and, shove. I'm telling you right now, this episode is going to be an hour and a half. We got to get into it. We got to uh, okay, get Claude. into it. Claude. So as as his worn boots tramped across the icy rock-strewn slope that took him from his home to his barn, nothing could have shocked him more than to see what appeared to be a UFO sitting in one of his nearby fields. He's got a lot of fields. Did I leave that here? What? That UFO. That's what Claude said. Uh, yeah, he's he probably like, did. First, so first of all, you're right because he's no nonsense. So he's like, well, that's that can't. There I'd, must first be a of all, reason for uh, this. especially for aliens and UFOs. So he's like, that cannot be what that. Fu- if that's what I fucking think it <laughs> I is, I do not have time. If that's what I fucking yeah. think that shit is right there, I'm gonna fucking be fuming in ten out. seconds. I'm gonna be do, fucking fuming. I gotta do my duties in the morning. I have to do my shit. I better have left that there, because if I didn't, I'm going to be pissed. I'm very mad. Do you see these boots? Mm-hmm. I've been stomping through mud. These are muddy boots. Ombre. Mm-hmm. That's what he says, too. That's <laughs> yeah. wow. Where is this? Missouri? Missouri? I, he, probably, he might. I don't know. Do they say ombre there? That's pretty. That's pretty. Claude does. See. Oh. You ever heard how <laughs> no-nonsense he is? Yeah, he is Guy says ombre. <laughs> Edward stated that before he saw this unusual object, the first thing that he noticed was that all the cattle in his east field were gazing in the same direction. Intrigued, Edwards followed their stares through a grove of trees and was astounded to see what he described as a massive grayish-green mushroom-like object which was perched atop a circular tube. Now you're doing a in the like I'm kind, of yeah. a, don't, kind of a don't kind of a country I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. In the meadow adjacent <laughs> to his barn. I don't know why this happened, but it did. So did he well, find a tube? Is that what I heard? It's a mushroom-shaped tube or you something. You know, you know if there's something that I've learned. Mm-hmm. So tubes are very that alien. equals alien. Yeah. They like them. They, love they tubes. like they love tubes and cigar shapes, yeah. tack shapes, tic tac shapes. Not tack shapes, yeah. tic tac. Maybe tack. Um, that's tech. like a warship. It has a, a pokey part it's on the got front. A big ass. Yeah. Okay. Big big tack. 
Just kidding. Don't have one. Uh, almost Damn. as, uh, as that was, dude, oh. that, that was like visceral. I know. I know. I, I, know, I, I know. I know. We need you, to bring those just, back. You just fucked me up, bro. Almost as if on autopilot, the farmer continued to the barn. No nonsense. No. His eyes never leaving the UFO. Got shit to do. <clears throat> he sat down. You should the f- watch where he's going. I don't, he, dude, there's, okay, he knows there's nothing in his way. He knows that ground, like, like the back of his wife. (laughs) Claude. Oh, Claude. Claude. He set down the feed bucket he'd been hefting and, and latched the door shut. With his barn secured, Edwards then turned back towards the peculiar object occupying his field. And that's when he saw something he would never forget. I love a man that can heft. Oh, God. A group of tiny, strange creatures hastily swarming beneath the object. As Edwards estimated that that he was separated from the odd entities by about 70 feet of land... That's pretty fucking close, honestly, to be like, I'm just going to ignore that for now and go into my goddamn barn and do some chores. Yeah. Like, he's just like, well, I'll deal with that later, I guess. He's pretty no nonsense, though. Yeah. He's no nonsense. That seems like 70 feet away. uh, He's sensing some nonsense, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But right now in front of <laughs> He's him. He's got to avoid that nonsense, yeah. The gut... <laughs> well, here's some more no- no-nonsense shit. The gutsy farmer was not pleased by the fact that his cows were being spooked or that his property was being trespassed on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no time this to stand guy, his ground. This guy fucking hates intergalactic goddamn... Like, he's just like, God damn it. Dear diary. Not again. <laughs> Even Tonight some nonsense came into my life. <laughs> Even if said trespassers happened to hell from out of his world, the farmer, no doubt fueled by a combination of curiosity and adrenaline, climbed the first gate and started walking directly towards the ostensibly alien interlopers. Now, Claude, you gotta be careful about curiosity. I imagine him with a gun. Yeah, he's gonna be like, what the, what the hell are you doing on my land? Claude, you're you're walking towards some nonsense. Listen, let's yeah. get to where you, <laughs> you guys are from or what you're doing later. What are you doing here? Get off. He has a shotgun, but the ba- uh, with a bayonet, but it's a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like dude, a double barrel shotgun. Dude. There's just a pitchfork coming that, off of it, dude. That, hell yeah. that is Claude to that a is, T, baby. Oh, dude, that's some apocalypse weapon it's shit. Pretty tight. That's it's like, like a Borderlands fun. weapon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm into that. As Edwards reached the second gate, the diminutive creatures began moving in an even more agitated fashion. Yes. Edwards <laughs> no, that's nonsense. Shut up. Edwards would later describe these miniature monsters as being approximately three feet in height and having a grayish green complexion, much like their ship. Although based on his own drawing, it would seem that these beings aired on the greenish side a bit, so they weren't as much grayish as they were greenish. That's Green okay. is um that's a nonsense color. That is a nonsense. That's not a normal. No. Yeah. No. Also. Unless it's your spinach that you're eating with dinner. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Unless it's your alfalfa you're feeding your cows. Mm-hmm. That's right. Also. It's, green is the the gray of space. Hmm. Money. 
Also, it would seem that either these beings had no hands or that their arms were moving too swiftly for Edwards to discern the shape Whoa. of the appendages. <laughs> these dudes were kung fu fighting, baby. <laughs> that shit was fast as lightning. It was. <laughs> Edwards, fact, it was a little bit frightening. It was a little frightening, but not to Edwards. Edwards also claimed that these aliens were either wearing goggles or had large, wide-set black eyes. Mm. They also had dark uh, protuberances. Protuberances. Sure. Where their noses and mouths ought to have been. Whether or not he believed the protrusions to be a natural part of their physical features or some sort of protective apparatus is not clear. Although the connection may be tentative at best, when hearing a description of the the Tuscumbia aliens, (laughs) it is difficult to not have it invoke memories of an encounter reported by a pair of Finnish lumberjacks in 1971. It's impossible. The last two sentences you said. Mm -hmm. What, dude? (laughs) (laughs) All right, there were protuberances. They were, they were, the they, allegedly alien life form that they ran into on that wintry day near Kangaskalia. Are you was, talking about the fins now? Was a small, almost lighter than air creature, which would come to be known as the canola humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> the canola. <laughs> He's made out of vegetable oil. He's an oily boy. <laughs> He's an oily boy, dude. He floats on water in that experiment. Yo, can't separate him. This being was said to be clad in a green-colored protective suit similar to the creature that Edwards bore witness to. That is assuming, of course, that the things that Edwards saw were wearing anything at all. Oh, oh boy, naked aliens. Sexy. Edwards watched in wonder as these. Bu- Wait, what the? F- okay, woke. Well, okay, okay. Anyways, Edwards watched in wonder as these bizarre creatures buzzed back and forth directly beneath the odd device, arms swinging <laughs> frantically at their sides. <laughs> he would later claim that these invaders resembled little green penguins hmm. with no visible neck. Edwards also stated that he could not clearly discern what manner of locomotion they were employing with with their lower extremities. Yeah. Also swinging them things. Swinging swinging those bad boys. These guys were fast. You know those penguins that have discernible necks? If you give give penguins speed... Yes. yes. They're going to want a glass of milk. Yeah. And then if you get if you give them a glass of milk, milk then milk. they're gonna want some uh, the uh, a Jason Statham movie to yeah. watch. Yeah. And and if, if you, you give, give them, them a Jason, Jason Statham movie, they're gonna want the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. <laughs> and if you give them the, the Ark of, of the, the Covenant, Covenant then they gonna... come to your farm yes. and move their arms real fast and legs. And you don't want that. No, that's nonsense. That's nonsense. At this yeah. point, Edwards, like any primal man. And he was a primal man, if I do say so myself. Defending his property. Neanderthedwards. How was he defending his property? He was doing it properly. (laughs) He was defending his properly property. Yeah. Minus a weapon. Whoa. So he doesn't have that shotgun. No, he does not have a shotgun. 
picked, but he did pick up a pair of bulky rocks and approached what, a at pair. this point, he was convinced was a UFO. He was going to do symbols on their insides No, head. no, he wasn't. Okay. Edwards would later state that his intention was to use the rocks to throw at the device and puncture holes in its side in order to prevent yeah, it from work. taking off. Wow. Because it would have been better if surgical. he used them as fake boobs to try to, to seduce to the confuse ship. them. Well, to be fair, we don't really know. I don't know, man. Like, you could seduce a UFO or you could throw rocks yeah, at it. Who yeah. knows? Chef, does that sound like... Is that... Is that something that's no nonsense, or does that sound like some no, bullshit I, that I, Bugs Bunny would that's, do? That's what, that was some Looney Tunes <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. To guys. be fair, a lot of a lot of a lot of no nonsense guys end up being very nonsense. Oh man, yeah. a lot right. of the, a lot of the time, that's the irony of it. It is. It's poetic, just <laughs> like John McCain, dude. Just like John McCain, dude. He called his wife a cunt on camera. Wow. Australian cunt or like normal cunt? Normal. Oh yeah, uh, Jesus. it's okay if he uh, was Jesus. in a different yeah, uh, English Australian cunt. country. As the farmer got within fifteen feet of the mushroom, quote unquote, an energetic the and the energetic entities he was abruptly stopped by and the energetic entities he was abruptly stopped by some sort of force field. Oh. <laughs> Edward Edwards claimed that he could neither see nor tangibly feel but that the pressure the invisible barrier admitted was unmistakable. I thought I was going up right up to it. I got up there and there it was. I just walked up against a wall. Whoa. That's what he said. Damn. I think force fields are too violent. We should have like suggestion fields. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pee real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Pee. Yeah. I'm going to pee. Why should you and your dog eat something different for breakfast? <laughs> At the Thalo Institute, yes, we've decided to experiment on every day we've given Gerard and his dog Wayland bacon and eggs for breakfast. Gerard loves it. Waylon loves it, but Waylon's gotten quite plump, gaining 12 stone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how big that is. That's right. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. 12 stone. On the upside of the data, both of their mathematics scores have doubled in the time that we've been <laughs> studying. Wayland outperforming Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> On the 15th day, Wayland has evolutionarily uh, evolved hands, create, created <laughs> the ability to lay his own eggs <laughs> in order to help nourish Gerard, Gerard. Gerard in an what attempt was his name? who has a, become quite sick <laughs> from poor mathematics. Yes. <laughs> On the 30th day, Wayland has come up with a word for the when you stub your toe, but it doesn't hurt too much, but it still kind of hurts, and there's not a word for that, but he came up with one. And now you can jenks your foot. 
<laughs> it was then that Edwards, <laughs> who would eventually sketch the dome vehicle, got his first look at the soundless glinting vessel. <clears throat> he would later describe the metallic surface of the vehicle as being smooth and seamless, even going so far as to compare it to his wife's back. Yeah, how did you know, dude? Yeah. That's amazing. Well, he's no nonsense. Wow. There's, there's two he's things known... he knows. Yeah. T- Which he... Telling fields <laughs> in his wife's back. Yeah. Uh, yeah? The, you said it's the, it's, the first, it's the first time he's seen this shit? Yeah. Oh, I thought he saw it. No, this is the first time he saw okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. When the, when the fuck else did he well, see that? Well, I thought that? they were all running under the ship. All the little no, guys. the guys were, but yeah. this is the first time he saw that. Like he's saying, this is the first time I saw this fucking shit. Okay, well I believe him. And it looks he's, like my wife's he back. He wouldn't lie. No, no, he's no nonsense. He's no nonsense. Yeah. His wife back. His wife's back also looks. His like wife sh- back. His wife back. It. My wife back. My wife back. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, shut up. Stop telling jokes. <laughs> his wife's back also looked like shiny silk. He estimated that the curved top of the craft was about 18 feet in diameter and nearly 8 feet at its apex. Just like his wife's back. The stem like tube. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) The stem like tube that was supporting the object was evidently made of the same material as the dome top and stood not much higher. Than that of the beings beneath it. At this point, the perplexed farmer could also discern evenly spaced oval port. Wait, wait, no, hold on. It's just let me read this again. Breaking at, news. At this point, <laughs> at this point, the at this point, the perplexed farmer could also discern evenly spaced oval portals, about twelve inches long and twelve inches apart, situated around the lower rim of the saucer. Edwards would insist that these portals did not seem to function as windows as he could see a dazzling array of colors radiating from each of the ovals. Beautiful. That was a beautiful sentence, honestly. It was. The colors lighted... The colored lights oscillated (laughs) as if they were spinning behind the portals. Edwards described the craft, guys. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Was that not in his description? Yeah, it wasn't. What about all that stuff? Well... (laughs) (laughs) This is... Are you going to do a southern draw? Because I miss it. The object just looked like a big shell. Grayish green looking outfit. And underneath there were oblong holes where the lights were coming out. They were so bright you couldn't see when you got up there. As if a color wheel was turning inside the thing. So he's Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Anxiously, Andy dug a hole anxiously this this rugged man of the land backed off of dude the guy that wrote this shit is in love with this guy yeah dude he's no nonsense he's no he's just like the guy that wrote this story about this guy is in love with this guy yeah the guy is no nonsense it's if you powerful. if you actually meet a no he's just like man you're in love with Nick's the very no. handsome farmer Anxiously, this rugged man of the land backed off about 10 feet, then hurled one of the rocks he had gathered at, at this immobile object. The rock bounced off the Im- imperceptible barricade noiselessly <laughs> and landed on the ground. <laughs> Good job, dude. 
Edwards then <laughs> well hold on Edwards then threw his second rock with even more force that what do did it. it do to the imperceptible yeah. barrier <laughs> but this one's perceptible now <laughs> oh, hold on hold on hold on this one just skipped over the object like a stone over water before landing in the field behind the UFO wow how many skips life dude? is like that yeah it is it'd be like that as soon as he lobbed the second stone, the scuttling green critters swiftly disappeared behind the shaft supporting the craft, presumably into an access portal that was concealed from the farmer. It was then that the strange UFO tilted towards him not once, but twice. What the fuck? You know, un- two quite, times? Yeah, til- One time I get it. Tilt two time. On the third lurch, the... What? Th- there was three times? Well, I guess so. The on the third, third on the third lurch. lurch, the UFO actually begins silently ascending off the frozen earth. I don't from okay. the monsters. Okay. I don't know what lurch. lurch. Yeah, that's, that's Adam's from family. Adam's family. Yeah. According to Edwards, <laughs> according to Edwards, the flying mushroom sword, not knife, not big, like big, a big, big knife. knife. It's a big knife, not like a big knife, Shit but yeah. it's a flying one. Yeah. Skyward at tremendous speed before it leveled off and began heading towards Saint Elizabeth which I'm pretty sure is in Red Dead Redemption 2, which is located northeast of Tuscumbia. I'm coming, St. Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Tuscumbia? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how else to say that right now. I, well, okay, so the thing about this whole story is right. I have no idea where it takes place. Tuscumbia. Missouri. 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 The vehicle vanished Mizzoli. within moments. Guys, the vehicle vanished within moments, leaving behind a puzzled Edwards and a pasture full of befuddled bovines. I wish you would put another P in there, dude. Ex- explain. What? The vehicle vanished within moments, leaving behind a puzzled Edwards and a pasture full of petulant Oh, because of the bovines. alliteration. Yeah. Hey, Dawson, thank you, by the way. Edwards, now, do you, think Ed, do you think Edwards likes being in a puzzled state? No. I don't think so. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, it, it, the thing about puzzles is that they are nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I like that this guy thinks so, he can take out a UFO with himself. With rocks. With rocks. Yeah, dude. he was like, I'm going to fight that's that. Some, that's, some, that's some real... Uh, no nonsense shit. history mindset. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that you know? he threw the one and it didn't do anything. Yeah. He's like, I'll throw this one harder. Yeah. And he's as like, as one it. would, you know? Sure. It's like... I didn't get the first but he, one. But Job he wasn't, didn't get done. He wasn't afraid of it. He was like, I'm going to take this fucking thing down. I don't want this in my field. I'm Dawson, trying to do work. Dawson, if you saw a bunch of green, fast penguins, would you be threatened at all? Because I wouldn't. I would. But I'd I'm like, nonsense. Like, these, guys, these guys are obviously shit at evolution. But, Shove, you're no nonsense. I'm That's nonsense. True. Yeah, true. I'm pretty That's nonsense. True. Yeah. No, he was like, I'm going to take these fucking guys down. I got shit to do today. Yeah. I have things. I have a schedule. Yeah. This is not on my schedule. Exactly. This pisses me off. Yeah. I yeah. didn't have a 615 for nonsense. <clears throat> Edwards later in I'm caps- milking goats at 615. Yeah. He, he only he had, had cows, to. but yeah. Uh, Ed- that's that, that, that's, that's what, documented. That's, that's what you call a cow that's sure. um, uh, old. His, Ed- his cows were the greatest of all time. Okay. Edwards later encapsulated <laughs> his fantastic encounter for UFO investigator Ted Phillips. The whole thing took over five minutes, maybe ten. I've Didn't never seen anything like it. It looked like shiny silk or something. I couldn't tell. I was going to tell, though. I was going to tell, though, if I could have hit it with that rock. 
I don't know what that means. He, I was going to tell though if I could hit if I could have hit it with that rock. This guy sounds like he doesn't have nonsense. This guy should be a Marvel superhero. Yeah, yeah. No, because what did he do good? Try to kill a UFO. Well, yeah, but a lot of people try to a do lot a lot of, of things. He's got their mindset. He's got the mindset. And what does he get to make his dreams happen? Good Stones. Glove. Stones. One detail that would seem to add a stroke of veracity to this admittedly bizarre account is the fact that Claude Edwards was a seasoned man of the land who stood stood to gain very little except for the ridicule of his peers. Also, he was very handsome and I'm in love with him. This motherfucker's salty and seasoned. He's seasoned. By admitting to this... Johnny's all over him. Yep. (laughs) Potentially harrowing event. In fact, when Phillips was introduced to Edwards through his brother, the farmer refused to utter a word about the incident until the young researcher pledged to protect the farmers and not anonymity. And then he published his name. Which he did until Edwards' death. Phillips described his first encounter with Edwards. Fuck his memory. So what, does yeah. Phil- what do you guys think Phillips sound like? Sounds like? Yeah. Uh, With an S. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I'm a reporter. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Okay. It's me, Phillips here. Uh, I'm from the big city. Hi, hi, YouTube. I have, I have a story to tell you about my friend Edwards. When I arrived at the farm, yeah. we visited for several minutes, gaining his confidence that I wouldn't reveal his name or location until his death. He didn't like talking about the sightings at first, but became more comfortable as we discussed the weather and farming. I asked him to relive the event in a real time, and we began on his front porch, which faces the large barn near the landing area. What was the weather So, like? So you asked us that, just fishing for a character? Let's do our best Banes. Ah. Hey, Batman. I'm Bane from that's, the big city. That's a throwback. Hey, hey Batman. That's a throwback. Oh. The fact <laughs> that this farmer never tried to squeeze an ounce of publicity uh, from his strange Valentine's Day experience has led many investigators to conclude that there would be no motivation for a prank on the part of Edwards. He was no nonsense. He would not do a fucking prank. That's Jesus right. fucking Christ. Not on Valentine's he salt, Day. He was no. salt of the earth. He's got to look at his wife's back. Yeah. <laughs> in further support of Edwards' claims in the uncanny trace evidence left behind in the field where the UFO had landed... In further support of Edward's claims is the uncanny trace evidence left behind. So there was trace evidence where it landed. Yeah. Phillips, who arrived to interview Edwards not long after the event in question, was able to photograph the effects this UFO had on the field, including the spot where the support tube had met the soil. I've done that before. Mm. Phillips explained, when I arrived at the site, the traces were still quite visible. It was one meter in diameter. Wow. In a slightly irregular circle where the shaft had rested. Yeah. The soil was extremely dehydrated in contrast with the surrounding soil. This would be the last encounter that Edwards ever reported these peculiar space penguins. Peculiar. I'm sorry. Space penguins and their mushroom-shaped UFO. But I'd say it's a safe bet that as stepped out of his modest home... It's a safe bet that as stepped out of his modest home at the crack of dawn to begin his work every morning, 
that he never did so without looking out at that field without some apprehension and perhaps just a bit of anticipation. Just a little bit of nonsense. He's changed That's the forever. thing about him is that he's looking yeah. for nonsense in, okay. in all yeah. the wrong places. And that's the story of uh, Claude Edwards, guys, and his space penguins. He's a hero. He's a he's a fucking. Well, first of all, he decided he was gonna go to battle. Yeah, that's right. He took it upon himself to protect these great states. Got him to go away, right? Yeah, they went away. They were so fast, and he he was he was. Their arms were moving so fast, not fast enough for rocks. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. No, they were like, we didn't expect this guy to do that. No, no, we thought no. we were just gonna do a thing. Well, it's because those those things are all yeah. about nonsense. That's right. He, had, dude, this guy has a schedule. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He has shit that he needs to get done at certain times. This fucking shit showed up. He was like, I'm fucking trying to milk my cows right now, and this, I gotta attack this UFO trying all of a milk, sudden. Trying to milk my bulls. Trying to milk, milk my bulls. Milk bulls. <clears throat> Anyways, that's our last alien episode. Now, uh, why did you do this? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, we uh, disclosure's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we did our last uh, alien episode. Yeah. And now you've um, frankly brought some nonsense. Yeah. This this is against the spirit. Well, Randy, here's the thing: is as. Uh, Claude Edwards is a no-nonsense man. Yeah. And I'm a very nonsense man. That's true. That's right. And why I'm a nonsense man is because I'm a podcaster. Oh, that's why. And that's I, what we do. That's why I don't I Our, won't choose anyone else we, to dance in the rain with We you. We thrive in nonsense. <laughs> we thrive that's and right. we swim in nonsense. The audio, the, the sound waves, they travel fastest on nonsense. That's right. They do. Yeah. <clears throat> My name's Thank Dawson. <laughs> Claude. I'm Edward. And this has been Mr. Foot. Listen to us on the Let's thing you're listening listen, to us just now. Listen to us. Just keep and, just uh, listen. Tell your friends about us and give five star bad reviews to oh us. Oh my on god, iTunes. dude. Okay. What? So if at this point if we don't have any five star bad reviews. We have five five star reviews. I don't think they're bad reviews though. Yeah, but give us a fucking bad review with in five words stars. with five stars as the star rating. I don't know if you guys think it's fucking funny <laughs> to ignore our requests, but it's fucking not, dude. It's like not- that we've been asking for this for so long. It's not that hard, guys. I'm not laughing. I, god damn it, dude. I, I'll find out where you are. Hey, here's the thing. If you, I, uh, if I'm, you, I don't. If, <laughs> if you guys give us five star bad reviews, we'll look you up and we'll give you five star bad reviews. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fucking go to your Instagram and give you five star bad reviews. We'll, we'll call you out. I'll go to your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tell your boss that you did, you did bad. Um, and I'd like to recommend you for a promotion. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening to Mister. Absolutely Foot. eat shit. Um, <laughs> um, keep doing it. Tell your friends about it. Um, we uh, 
we uh it's been a polaroid randy just took <laughs> a polaroid, a polaroid. Of us. It's been a polaroid. also this is the first time we're doing this podcast together yeah, in a room which is kind of interesting and kind of fun, fun. It's been tight. I've, I've normally enjoyed. we do it over the internets but um yeah just uh anyways uh keep listening we love you uh i i honestly i don't know if i do not unless, unless you hey, give me unless you're no nonsense <laughs> that no nonsense five star negative review uh friend <laughs> <laughs>